This episode of Patrick Hockey is brought to you by Eric Standell, Remax Realtor. If you want your house sold, you need to call Eric. You boys know him, eh? Oh, Hell yeah. Yeah, beaut. Total beaut. And what is going on, everybody? It is episode number 59 of Hatcher Hockey, which is always brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hatcher Hockey. Also, if you like my hat, my shirt, if you like those, you can just go on any of our posts, click our links. They'll bring you right into our merch store, which is brought to you by our friends over at Laser Art and Harrow there. You can just go on the link there, like I said, and click and just you'll have access to all of our merch. So you guys can check that out as well. This being episode number 59, this is the Roman Yossi edition of Hatcher Cocky. He's played 11 seasons in the NHL. He's played 680 games, 117 goals, 329 assists, 446 points. He's actually the current captain in Nashville, where he's actually played his whole career is in Nashville. So that's pretty sweet for him. I'll bring in Rob. Rob, what's up, dude? What's going on? How was your weekend? Oh, fucking crushing beers. Well, we went, uh, we did that Meg Golf Club tournament. Holy shit. Where'd you what do that at? Uh, Bellevue. Oh, Bellevue? Yeah. How'd that go? Let's just say I haven't puked in 20 some odd years. And you did that night? Yeah, I got to start over again. <laughs> Man. Well, Dave. Mr. Dave uh, Modell had uh, mm. crown apple, uh, like shot, clock, shot, little mini airplane yeah. shot things, whatever they call. Yeah. Piss warm. Oh. Did that, and my stomach turned right upside down, and I couldn't even, I couldn't even swing the golf club. My stomach was in such a knot, like I wanted to puke right then. And uh, powered through it, powered through it. And, uh, we, ended up, we ended up hitting even. Uh, we, we sucked. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it was uh, Jordan, uh, Miller, and Modell with me. And we, but we shot even, which was okay. But there was a, a five under, a six under, and then there was somebody that was over. So we weren't last. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then we went back to uh, Uncle Joe's house and uh, let's do, um, what do you call them? The, the uh, what is that? What is that uh, licorice uh, shot? Um, oh, Sambuca? No, the other one, the one that- The one that uh, tastes like- You do it with Red Bull. Uh, Jager? Jager bombs. Yeah. We did it, so I'm like, I, I can't do Jaeger. Like, I don't want to do Jaeger. So I'm like, I'll do a vodka bomb. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, you don't, you, you got a good buzz going. You, you're not even thinking. You just throw it back. Next thing you know, <laughs> I had to run out of the backyard, get to the road, projectile. Oh, that's always good. Oh, no, it wasn't. And there was guys <laughs> standing around, do it again, do it again. And just laughing. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Was it? And then we went up to the. And then we, you know, I, now that a t- tank was empty, so um, we put a good shift in there. And then we went to uh, the Peacock, 
and me and uh, Jordan end up closing it. Oof. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a long walk home. We we used the whole road, and yeah. uh, I, I, we looked like pinballs, like just, just bouncing off of each other. Jesus. Yeah, it, it was funny how <laughs> it was a rough, rough morning. Oh, I can imagine, man. I yeah. couldn't do that shit, man. I'd be hurting for fucking four days if I did that. I, I can't do it. I'll, I'll be honest with you, and I'll say it flat out. I'm. I think I smoke more weed now than I drink, and I I would rather do that just because. I don't like the hangover. I hate the hangover. I hate puking and stuff. Mind you, I'll cut loose once in a while and just get completely bombed. But we've all known that, eh, Rob? Gave, gave, gave Rob a fucking, like, lapper one time. Ask us, if, if, ask us about that story. If you ever see us in person, we'll tell you about that story. But, uh, but yeah, man. But that's why I, I, can't, I can't do it, man. Like, I just now it's just like a few and then i'll just puff here and there but so was that was that just your friday that was friday and when i woke up saturday i thought it was sunday all day like, <laughs> I, I gotta take a nap i gotta get up early i gotta go to work they're like bro it's saturday <laughs> yeah so i went over to misty's swimming oh, all day and, and uh, i i think i had maybe two caesars or something yeah. i didn't oh well, yeah nothing well, Saturday was hot as fuck too. Just chilled in the pool. She's got one of those hammock floaties. Yeah, just Fucking chilling. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I could have fell asleep a couple times in the pool. Misty wouldn't let me. And then what about Sunday? Sunday, uh, we hung out at the pool. We barbecued some ribs. Uh, yeah, Sunday was a good day too. Uh, just had like maybe maybe four beers. I still. Uh, Friday hit you hard, eh? Yeah, ate something bad, I think. <laughs> that happens, you know. You're going to have to really watch where you shop for your food. Oh, and I got to <laughs> give a big shout out to Grace for making the uh, South Point girls uh, travel team. Oh, awesome. Yeah. she was, Way to go, uh, Grace. Yeah, she she made her first uh, travel team, first travel team tryout too. Like, okay, listen, it's awesome, but it's not a surprise. Like, Grace is a awesome goalie like it's like i'm not even shocked that she made it it's like she went like she was going games i was at like hockey one time and there was a couple guys in the league that coach girls hockey so i was in there and they were talking about this goalie just stoning everybody from and i'm like and i say i'm like where's she from they're like she's from essex i'm like oh i was like little blonde girl like blondish hair girl kind of they're like yeah i'm like is her name grace <laughs> they're like yeah and they're like how did you know i was like it's my niece <laughs> they're yeah. like oh shit i'm like and she's good she's very yeah. good so way to go grace that's awesome so i i had whiskey wednesday she was she was doing the tryouts and uh she's like oh, i don't know if i i had a good tryout you know like i tried you know she's like but you know, five in a row one time. And, you know, mm. like they, they do a shootout. They do all kinds of drills. And, and the goalies are involved constantly, right? Yeah. She's like, uh, I'm like, did you empty the tank, bro? And she's like, yep. Yeah. She's like, what? What do you mean empty the tank? I'm like, empty the tank every shift, you know, like just yeah. give it your all. So then uh, she had her next practice the next day. She's like, Rob, I emptied the tank, bro. <laughs> she got her done. That's good, though, man. Good for her. Yeah, I was, right on, I was really proud. We had we had a we had a we had ribs that day. We celebrated. We celebrated pretty good. Sweet though, man. That's awesome. Yeah, um, very proud of her. 
I had a pretty crazy weekend. We were uh, went to like London there for ball, and uh, we ended up we started three and zero, started red hot, and then we played Saturday at six. We lost that game, so the one team gets to go straight into the finals, right? And then uh, I actually had to come home because I had to do some stuff for my like hockey league. Like we had our draft and stuff like that. So I had to be here for it. Cause I'm drafting a team. So, which I'm very happy with the draft that I got, <laughs> that I got the players that I got, got think, think the boys, I think it's going to be a wagon this year, but we'll see, we'll see what happens, see how long we actually get the fucking play for. But, um, yeah, other than that, it was just a week, good weekend. Uh, I think it was uh yeah sunday night mom and dad like my mom and dad went over to steph's mom and dad's and we just kind of hung out by the pool with the kids and barbecued and everything so it was right. pretty good other than that it was yeah it was just ball all day hockey draft sunday how'd you do in the tournament we lost in the finals oh so you had to go play that team that beat you yeah we had to play the team that beat us and then they ended up beating us again but we would have had to beat them because they hadn't lost yet right so we would have had to beat them twice yeah so but the boys were uh it was a good outing it was boys fought hard so losing the finals man it's pretty good it's pretty good considering there's like 22 teams or something that play up there was it another windsor team though nope oh no i don't i don't know i don't know where those guys are from i think they're a little bit everywhere those guys but it wasn't too bad it was it was a good showing so We'll jump into her, buddy. Big news of the day in this area. Spitz hire a new head coach. Mark Savard is the new head coach, longtime Boston Bruin. Um, he could have done a lot more, too, when in his, like, playing days. But, like, Conkey's kind of, kind of cut him a bit short because he was an awesome player. Fantastic right. player when he, went, when he was in Boston there. So he's going to be the new bench boss here in Windsor. So what do you think of that move, Rob? I didn't, I didn't see that one coming. I was mm-hmm. thinking the lines of Wellwood or Kevin Kerr or like Warner. Um, we were talking about. Yeah. Todd Warner. Um, and what, what about uh, the assistant that we had yeah. on here? Jared Smith. Smith. Uh, Jared like, actually got promoted to something too. So he's assistant coach and something else. I'm not quite sure. I don't want to, but he's did go up too as well. So he okay. got a little bit of a bump. Is that has been pretty upsetting for him, you know, not to get yeah. the chance, right? But you got to do what's best for the team. And, and uh, mm. you know, they, they did pick a good, really good coach. But I, I saw, like, you know, there's quite a few guys around here that, uh, you know, they could have looked at. So mm. I really thought Todd Warner was going to get it. Me too. I thought, well, I didn't see Mark. Mark kind of came out of nowhere. It's a great, like, like freaking you were saying there, it's a great hire. Um, like I said, he's played in the show. He knows what it takes to win and stuff like that. He played in Boston. Like Boston's yeah. been awesome for how long now? Right. So he knows how to win. So, and I'm telling you, he's going to, those kids will work hard for him. Like it's Mark Savard, man. Right. Played like 800 games or something in the NHL. Like it's crazy. Yeah. He's so, got, he's got plenty of credential there. So yes, he does. So congrats yeah, to him. Don't listen to him. They'll, they'll, they'll get rid of you. Yeah. So Congrats to him. Congrats to the Spitz. We're looking forward to being out at some games and stuff this year. We're going to probably hit it up with our boy, which is our guest today on the show, Bob Murray. So we'll probably hit up some, maybe a, maybe a couple games with Bob this year would be kind of cool for us to do. 
but yeah, uh rub, rub elbows with the big brass yeah you gotta man you gotta you know some people that you'll soon find out yeah so i'm we're gonna probably try to work on getting mark on, on the show with us too at some point too once he's done all this media stuff right now it's kind of crazy for him right now but i'm working on i got a boy on the inside there with the spit so we're gonna work on getting him on with us as well well, we're still got to tell him, talk to him about uh, getting them Spitfire hats for us. Like, what, you know, oh, like, I've actually talked to him about the other day. He still has them. I just have to see him. <laughs> so he has them uh, for it's us. It's been hard with all the COVID, right? Oh, well, yeah. Sure. So those will be coming soon, Rob. Yep. Um, you got something on Hillary Knight. Yeah, she scored her, uh, what is it, 40, 45th goal? Inter- international uh, goal. Yeah, and uh, she surpassed. Um, oh, I just had it. Um, Gr- Granado. Oh, Tammy, Tammy yeah, Granado. Just yeah. surpassed her. Uh, wow. With uh, they 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 routed uh, Russia, like totally routed Russia Russia today, and and uh, yeah. So congratulations to her. Man, women's hockey's getting like very, 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 very exciting. Well, I, I've been watching. I've been watching all the girl. Like I've been uh, taping all the the girls mm-hmm. on my uh, my beta. Yeah, they're the games are fucking. They're action packed, man. They're end to end. They're fast. Like I like it. it it's almost yeah. it's almost because they can't hit, right? Like girls will take like more of a risk making that like really fancy or really nice play because you know you're not going to get your head ripped off, right? So it's kind of nice. So the girls make some sweet plays, man. I I really enjoy watching their games. Like a lot. Well, I, I watched uh, their pregame against Finland, uh, Canada's mm-hmm. pregame against Finland, and one of uh, one of the guests on her show, she drilled this girl in a corner. And I, I our, our defenseman that we had on, um, what's we're not a fast. It's got to be fast. fast. <laughs> yeah. She thumped this girl. This girl did not know what country she was in. <laughs> she got she... a five minute major, uh, and but was still able to come on. But it yeah. was just one of those, you know, how she said I like clear the tracks and she was aggressive. Yeah. Well, she said, cause I asked her, cause I, I think I had asked her, I'm like, those penalty minutes were kind of high. Like what was going on? And that was exactly what she said. She's like, I get a little aggressive in the corners. <laughs> so, I'm not dirty. Like Tim McDermott. Aggressive. Yeah. Aggressive. That's funny though. And she was like, uh, she was like, She's a small little thing, but I bet you she's a pit bull when she goes into the corner. So, yeah. And uh, Spooner had a goal in that game. Like, did she? It was so cool because, like, all three girls tallied on points or on the penalty. They were all on the sheet. Let's just yeah. say <laughs> they were all on the sheet. They were all so, on the sheet and they're all really on our cool sheet. We too. had them all, all three of them yeah. on, on the show, and uh, they all did something uh, pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. They're on our freaking, they're on our sheet too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, so shout out to those girls too, by the way. For sure. Um, Owen Powers is chose to go back to Michigan instead of turning like going freaking pro and going right to the Sabers. Do you think it's a good move? Do you think it's like, do you think he should be in there now while the team's kind of shit to get the NHL experience, or do you think it's a smart move on him going back to Michigan? Well, there's two pluses to this that, that I see. Um, one, he he's uh, he'd get a lot of ice time, right? Mm-hmm. But it's Buffalo. That so, is true, right? And <laughs> the other, the other, the other plus is he gets to go 
back to school and uh, finish what he started. Mm -hmm. So, and he also said that this was his plan. Now, if he would have got picked by like Montreal or Tampa Bay or, yeah. or somebody like that, I don't Michigan. know if it would have been the same thing. <laughs> yeah. He might have been finishing that after his career. But yeah. But, yeah, but good for him. Good for him. How many, how many of those uh, NHLers that left, left college or, or mm. university or whatever to, to uh, follow their NHL career yeah. didn't end up going back to school, but said they would, you know, mm. there's, there's a lot of them out there. Well, a lot of them too, right? They make so much money when they come out of school and they play a long time. They don't really like you've made enough money. Some of them go back just to say they did it. For like, sure. You know what I mean? Because let's well, face it, they don't need to go back. They like they make so much money. If they're smart with their money, they'll never have to work ever again after hockey. Yeah. Like But a lot of them promise their mom they'll go back. Mom, I promise. Yeah. You know, Ma, just I let just me go pro right NHL. now. Yeah. yeah. I'll make some money. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'll buy you a house and car. Like for sure. And then I'll move in with you. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've had a few guys on the show that live yeah. with their moms. It's funny. Oh, it's great. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guy. So so like hockey world's kind of slow, so there isn't really a whole lot going on right now. So do you think we should just flip it over to the interview here? For sure. Okay, so we have absolute legend in these parts here. We have Bob Murray on with us, OHL alumni, hockey Google, <laughs> and uh, just listen to this interview, man. It's not to, there's names are everywhere. I've never heard so many name drops, but Bob is awesome. We love him. So uh, enjoy everybody, Mr. Bob Murray. He's a total beauty. Roll it. Delta. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this next man we have on here with us is like, loves our show, listens to every episode, huge supporter of our show. We absolutely love him for it. This man is seriously hockey fucking Google, this guy. And you ask him anything about anybody in this area, he's going to know. And if you played any sort of junior hockey and you don't know this guy, then I don't know what to tell you. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Mr. Bob Murray. Bob, how's it going, man? Uh, really good, Anthony. Thank you. And it's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you and Rob. Uh, this is great. And we're going to intro this intro with, uh, I don't know if you can see that big yeah, there, tiger. But, uh, I know Miggy listens to this show all the time, right? <laughs> Cabrera said he was a big fan and uh, we want to tip the hat to Miggy. And mm -hmm. uh, let's hopefully he gets them 43 hits by this year. He will join such left company. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Only seven yeah. guys ever, 500 home runs and 3,000 hits. Wow. So maybe tip it out to you, buddy. See, you always got the stats, eh? you like, how do you retain so much information? Well, I'm lucky, man. I'm an old water, but I still get some retention going, right? <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It's always been with me uh, for some reason. Uh, I, I really can't explain that to you, but uh, I will say before the internet, I was the go-to guy, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I was the guy who got the call at two in the morning, right? and uh, you know, it was a couple of drunks at the bar, local bar, saying uh, who scored a hat trick in this game or whatever. Oh, Bob, right? Bob fucking knows. And there was no internet then, right? There was no phones. There was none of that shit. So I was the guy who was the deal breaker. The right? uh, you know, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And honest to God, I'm, I'll bet five hundred calls. At least five hundred. <laughs> That's insane. You get in those drunken arguments and, and you no, make those bets. No yeah. wonder my first pipe left. You know. <laughs> <laughs> You know what though? I mean, they're probably arguing at the bar, like, you know what? We're gonna settle this right now. We're fucking calling yeah, Bob. That's probably how it yeah. went down. And that was big bucks, like twenty-five bucks back then. That was, uh, was paying your bar tab. That was heavy coin. That was uh, almost like a shift premium at Chrysler's. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, man. So anyhow, I, I don't know why it sticks or why I even waste my brain cells on it, but. Uh, I'm glad I did because a lot of good things have happened. Uh, sure. I've been really lucky and uh, mm -hmm. I don't know what else to say on that. It's just one of those things. And uh, thankfully, uh, you know, like I, I still don't Google. Like, well, I try not to, you know, if, it, if it's something really important that I'm mm -hmm. gonna post on, the, on, the, on my page. Yeah, but- you, know, you gotta go Google just, just to make sure but even that, you know, you can go to Google and it doesn't mean it's right there either. So yeah, I mean, you're getting the right correct information either. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Don't go to Google, Bob. You are Google. <laughs> I go to Bob. I don't go to Google. <laughs> yeah, fuck Google. We're going to Bob on this shit. He's like Kevin Bacon, but closer than one person away from everybody in the planet. I, I know that's what actually kind of led me to my next thing of all the guys and everything we've had on this show, all the like NHLers and stuff from this area, they all know you. Like, how do you talk to these guys? Like, how do you meet these guys? Like you just seem, seems, it just seems that everybody knows you. Well, I, well, I've been around, I'm an old bastard, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and when you're bold, that really helps too, right? I've been bold for 40 years and, uh, People tend to remember you when you're bald, you know, if you've got nice flow, like, you know, and that's why my Twitter name is Bo with no flow, right? <laughs> and, it, and it just seemed to just stick pretty good, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's weird because when I first started on uh, the, the internet with Facebook, that was like in 2007, and nobody even knew what Facebook was, basically. Mm -hmm. It was just, you know, I don't know the exact years or but in 2008, uh, Facebook came out with where you could have like a, a group. It yep. was called a group. Right. Mm -hmm. That was the first thing they did other than, you know, you, you just like our, all of us have got like a regular page, right? Yeah. For a personal. And I had 4,700 OHL players Jesus. in the group. They all, they all like, they, they couldn't believe it because I could find pictures of them. I was maybe like, not the first guy, but the first guy in that in the OHL thing to go to mm -hmm. Getty Images. No, nobody even knew what the hell Getty Images was. Yeah, nobody knew what CP Images was. Do you I, know what that is? No. A Canadian press, right? Oh, okay. And I, I knew a girl from the Spitfire Games, Sarah Fraley. And uh, well, I shouldn't say that. It wasn't Sarah, okay? <laughs> but I got a pass, right? Like I got a little <laughs> secret pass. And I could go in and access, you know, pictures, hockey stuff, stuff that mm -hmm. I was looking for that these guys never even seen. Do we need to remove her name from this? No, no. Okay. No, I, I don't <laughs> okay, we're good. Just making sure. Don't we don't want to get anybody in trouble on this show. Yeah, yeah. I do enough of that. Sarah, oh, that's funny. Uh, right on, man. Thanks. Uh, so, you know, so I have Getty images, CP images. 
uh, I was lucky enough to join a, uh, I don't know what you would call it. These guys are like uh, thinkers or whatever. they're hockey historians. Mm -hmm. It's called the SIHR, the Society of International Hockey Research. 30 bucks a month. I said, well, and then, and they had some of the best pitchers. Really? Not, not on the ice or, you know, that kind of like action shots, but they had a nice headshot of Rob Sawyer on the Rochester Americans. And you mm -hmm. can see the Rochester yep. uniform and, you know, these guys, when I posted this stuff, the players never even seen them before, right? Mm -hmm. They had no idea who was taking pictures of them. They're just players, right? Yeah. So it became a really big hit because the mom and the dad and the grandmas and the grandpas and some of the guys were even a bit older. Like I had quite a few older guys, uh, you know, guys like Mike Forbes who played with the Kingston Canadians and then he went on and played with Boston and Edmonton. Mm -hmm. Great defenseman, you know, solid guy. Lives in Michigan. He coached uh, Grand Valley State to five championships in a row, a division a D3 or whatever it was. And we hooked up. We started talking. And, you know, the next thing you know, you're like a virtual friend. You know, I've never met the guy in my life. Like we were. Exactly. Well, yeah. me and Rob, I'm virtualized. Sorry, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not anymore. We're real you friends. Still are. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll be down when we're done this. <laughs> you're a beef friend. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, it just seemed like we were friends. It just yep. seemed like me and Mike became really good friends. You know, we had a lot in common. And I remember I found this picture of him skating into the blue line. And, oh, geez, it escapes me now. Somebody really famous, uh, it was about ready to crunch into the boards. It wasn't Gretzky, but it was, you know, somebody pretty good. He had never seen it before. He said, really? oh, this is great. My kids are going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to smash Messi into the boards. Or, you know, all, all kinds of things like that. Like Darren Banks, you know, Banks, he didn't play in the OHL. He's a Windsor guy, right? Club mm -hmm. 240, they, they were one of the best midget teams ever and uh you know you find you find pictures of him yeah that he'd never seen before you know and uh, it's fun for me like i, I oh, got yeah. a kick out of it when, when grandma banks chirps in and says uh, oh darren you're so cute you know or, 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 or darren banks too <laughs> yeah that, drop those gloves or, you know, that guy is like a monstrosity of a guy too like he is huge i met him at the probert ride a few years back yeah, and i shook guy, his yeah. hand and i felt like a little kid yeah he's, like seriously yeah. that's how big his hands are it was um, I, i've never shook anybody's hand that was that big ever yeah. and he grew, like he grew up right next to right next to mcmack park right big chapel mm -hmm. or chapas or whatever that tremendous guy mm -hmm. and and to what we were saying earlier about running this OHL thing, the perks are like, I can't even believe it myself that I get all these perks. It's like uh, all of a sudden, I'm in Darren Bank. Darren works for the D Vegas, the, the big D out of Las Vegas. It's a gambling casino, yep. right? Mm -hmm. And he does all their promotions. So Whenever NHL guys are in town, it's even better for them now that they got a team, right? Yeah. But whenever Vegas guys want to, NHL guys want to, they're in Vegas and they want to go, you know, pucks around a little bit or whatever. They got a night off or whatever the case may be. Darren caters to them. That's his job. Like, 
you know, he's like I, a concierge of pocket players. Yeah, yeah, and he, you know, who better? Yeah, and yeah. and plus all, all the all the changes with you know, I, I don't want to get into black and white and you know liberals and all that kind of stuff, but you know back then he was one of the first well-known black guys to play hockey, and mm-hmm. I think everybody loved it. like when they when they finally meet him. They go, oh, this guy's awesome. Like, yeah. who cares if he's black or if he votes liberal? Who cares about that shit? Yeah. As long as he's a great guy, and, and that he is. So they sponsored the Windsor Blues Fest. They had a great big sign and everything down there. And he had a little, uh, I don't know what you would call it, a little section cornered off. And he said, uh, Bob, he says, how you doing? I, you know, I was like taken aback. I said, oh, geez. He probably knew I was bald, right? <laughs> and so he said, yeah, Bob, how you doing? And away we go. He, he gave me a little thing, a little pass. And I got in there. And he said, go have a beer and a, and a sandwich. And we'll talk later. Because his job is, you know, he's yeah, always on the move, right? Yep. Yeah. I go in there. And the uh, first guy sees Pat Rebel. Right? Oh really? Oh shit! Sure. I see ribs, and I kind of, I kind of knew him from just a little bit of hockey I played against him, but you know, not you know, really well. But uh, he was with his wife Marilyn, and uh, you know, and we started talking, and that. And the next thing you know, he says, "Bud, let's do your money." And Dave Rosemont and his wife. Oh shit! Dave Rosemont was like, I was a pitcher at hardball, right? Mm-hmm. Dave Rosemont was like an idol for me. Yeah. So this is, remember I was saying about the rambling? One thing leads to, you guys should change the theme song to One Thing Leads to Another. But <laughs> that, that'll, be, that'll be your song on the way up. <laughs> That's so crazy, though. I get to meet Dave Rosema and his wife, his wife Sandy. Well, you know, we get to talk and we have a beer and that. And I says, so how's Gibby? He says, uh, he's doing pretty. I, I knew Gibson had the, the little disease going on, right? But his kid, Kevin, tried out for the Barry Colts. So it's OHL again. Yep. It all seems to come back. Yeah, full circle, right? And he said, well, Kevin's doing, I said, well, I, I know he's over in England playing. And he said, oh, how'd you know that? And I said, well, it's just what I do, kind of, Dave. Mm-hmm. And, and then I said to Sandy, I said, how's your sister? Uh, she's taking care of Gibby. And, well, they married twin sisters, right? <laughs> Kirk Gibson and Dave Rosemont married the Sklarsky sisters. They were <laughs> twin strippers. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. Oh, yeah, well, they that's were, awesome, though. They were beautiful. <laughs> they were beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And she's still fabulous. Right. And then Rosie started telling me about it, you know, when he got into the Kung Fu fight in Chicago against the White Sox, that ended his career. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. went to kick mm-hmm. the guy and the guy... I don't know. I, I can see it on the video. Right. But ended his career. He went to London Majors, to, uh, tried to rehab there. And who does he tell me? Uh, the, his roommate was Rick Linquist, who's one of my best friends, right? <laughs> so everything, one thing leads to another. Again, it's just Crazy. unbelievable how it works. Right? Like I said, three steps so away from fucking Kevin Bay. Great, great time down at the, <laughs> at the Blues Fest, not knowing. And the reason I got to the Blues Fest was through the Facebook thing too, a guy named Bobby Murray, who was the guitar player for Etta James, who was, you know, Etta James is like mm-hmm. Paul Famer, right? right? Blues singer. Yep. Personally, I, I didn't like that kind of blues. I like a little up tempo, but right. 
you know, nonetheless, she's a superstar. His name was Bobby Murray. I said, wow, that's cool. And he says, I love all your hockey stuff. And uh, so he sent me a friend request and we, we got to know each other. And I called him my USA Blues brother. <laughs> and, uh, so I pumped a few of his, uh, you know, I pumped the tires on a few of his videos on YouTube. And, you know, he's a really good, you know, and he's great, a great band. Well, he's playing at the, the Blues Fest. I'm like, oh, wow. oh, that's pretty cool. I said, maybe I'll get down there and see you. It was a Saturday night. They were going on about seven o'clock. He said, oh, yeah, come. He says, bring your camera and take a couple pictures if you want. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll, you know. I'm going to the thing there, uh, wet there, just off the side. And I'm going around to pay. You know, I, I'm not expecting them to, mm. you know, I'm expecting to pay. I was going to go anyhow. And uh, I looked down and I said, hey, Bobby. He looked up. He went, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. And he comes running up, gives me a free media pass. Puts it around my neck. I go into the dressing room. I have a tuna sandwich and a Coke. <laughs> it was, I, I go, is this for real? Is this and a Coke, not Coke, right? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> rock and roll, you know, rock and roll. These guys are a little bit older. Right? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, the other thing I'm saying, of all sandwiches, you pick the fucking tuna one? It was all girls and him. Uh, maybe tuna, just I don't know. <laughs> I know exactly where where you were going with that, but that's yeah, fucking I'll hilarious. That, but... <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking great. That's awesome. That's hilarious. So we, I'm sitting there and I'm having the sandwich, and uh, the bass player is over in the corner there, and uh, she, it was a girl, and she's you know practicing, and mm-hmm. and they had all these. His band was going to play nine songs, I believe, and he had five different singers. So one song, two song, whatever. Well, in comes this beautiful, you know, a big girl, but uh, beautiful, and she looked like you know Hollywood, like Mae West or something, right? I go, who's this? He goes, hey, Bobby, I want you to meet Kathleen Murray. I went, what? Wow. Kathleen Murray? I said, what are the odds of that? I said. <laughs> You know, uh, how is she your singer? Like, is that your sister or no, 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 no. So anyhow, I'll get off the Blues Fest thing because it's not really hockey. That's rare for Patrick hockey, right? <laughs> Having a G&L brewery, you know, like, that's what we're here for, right? <laughs> Fucking funny, though. That was hilarious. So, yeah, you know, tons of perks. Like, like I could go on all night about the mm-hmm. perks, you know, with the Don Cherry. Uh, in 88, I did a Spitfire book. Like they call me Mr. Spitfire, some people, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of hate that moniker, but yeah. Uh, yeah, these guys want to name you. Look through Google all you want. You want to name a guy? I'll tell you if he played for Spitfires or not. Wow, that's what I, that's what I do, right? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I could tell you if he played one game. Wow, except for some of those Essex, Essex boys. <laughs> a lot of those guys come in and play two games. And, but anyway, it goes on and on forever, like, you know. Jimmy Conkle. In my, uh, Bell River. I think he's more Bell River Bulldogs. But He uh, played for the 73s and got called up for the Spitfires for, I want to say, a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing two or three. But you did play Bell River as well. Yeah, yeah, well, that was a good team. Yeah, yeah. That was a really good team. That was with uh, Fl- Flood and uh, Kenny Rowan. Uh, okay, Conkle yeah, was yeah. on that line. With yeah. Flutter and uh, Roman. 
Okay. Yeah, because I remember going. Uh, Kenny Bracken was in that, and uh, uh, Dougie Zeller was on that. That would have been '73, the team picture that I seen. Uh, but mm -hmm. Bell River has a great team. Well, it was sort of like Bell River and Essex '73, right? Yeah. Fuck, you couldn't get a ticket to go see no. those games. You had to stand out in the cold and to then, get in the building. There's another perk, right? Uh, that, mm -hmm. that was, well, uh, Mark Seagans, the GM of uh, Bell River then, mm -hmm. now or Lakeshore, whatever. Yeah. The Mark Segan, who played net for the Cornwall Royals, is their general manager. And uh, Essex and uh, Bell River meeting up, I think that was for the championship, if I'm not mistaken. It was a Friday night in Bell River, and I said, well, I'm going to take a wheel out there. Mm -hmm. I get out there, and this Mr. Chauvin guy, I, sorry, I forget his first name. I said, uh, is it okay if I take a few pictures, and then I'll just take a hike, right? He said, who are you? I said, Bob Murray. He said, oh, you're the guy who does the hockey thing on Facebook? I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know, right? You, you don't realize the, the wide-ranging yeah, effects. Yeah. You want a sandwich? <laughs> Right? You guys would know by doing this podcast by now, right? You probably get people who come up to you and go, hey. No, we, no, not yet. Not yet. No? <laughs> well, one's in like hey, listen, this area, talking, yeah. What the fuck is that? <laughs> well, <laughs> we might have a lot more listeners after this. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it is tough, but anyhow, so I go to the, but we I, do, yeah. I, I we drive do. out to Bell River there and I, uh, and the showman guy, he, he uh, gives me a free free pass, a uh, media thing. And I said, well, you don't have it. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he escorts me to the penalty box. And they're, they're warm enough, but I'm, I'm right in the penalty box taking pictures, like, ice level, right? That's I'm like, awesome. I don't get any better than this, right? So mm -hmm. I thank him. And, uh, and then he says, well, just come sit up here with us guys, uh, you know, we can uh, I don't know. They were the owners, or whatever. Whatever they did, Mr. Chauvin, uh, shout out to you, but yeah, still, I'll never forget that. And so those are all the little things, like you know. And then I went over to the arena one night. A buddy of mine played for Saginaw Spirit. Mm -hmm. He was a CHL import. Richard Jarosek, come from Czechoslovakia. And he got. He played about a year and a half. Maybe, you know, maybe two years. He was like a. For the one year he got kind of screwed, the one year Saginaw was going for it. So they, you know, they, you know, he wasn't going to play too much. So, mm -hmm. I mean, he, he was on the, you know, he was like fourth line guy. But uh, a couple of years later, uh, he come with a Czech touring team and they were playing the Windsor Lancers at, uh, at the arena. Well, I walk in there, the first guy I see Scott Miller. I didn't know Scott ran the arena, the arena by now. But, I knew him from delivering his mail at Essex Sports on, yeah. on the main drag. And so Scott, he's, hey, I know. I said, oh, <laughs> Scott, this is a, what are you doing? He says, well, I'm kind of the general manager or whatever he was. Right? Mm -hmm. And um, he gave me a little card media pass. Nice. And I got to go with a penalty box there, too. He says, oh, yeah, fire away. And I'm, I, there, I knew Richard pretty good. We became friends. Never, never met him until one game at the end of the year. So I've seen the guy once, and then like three years later, I see him on this touring team, this Czech All-Star team, and I'm yelling at him, hey, come skate face at me. Like, you know, he's yeah. going, what? <laughs> it was great, it was great. That's awesome. 
and I knew all the Lancers too, so that, yep. that made it even better, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and Hammer was the coach, and uh, you know, he he kind of lets you. I don't know. He trusts me. Great guy. And that's the thing with that Facebook group is Bob's lips are sealed. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't spread, you know, rumors or none of that. Yep. Like, I used to get pictures uh, back in the day. I'd get pictures of uh, Shane Corson and Darcy Tucker's place in the, in the Muskokas. You know, free boat garage. <laughs> These kind of free places. Free boat garage. Like, unbelievable fucking... <laughs> Up in the fucking uh, I, I can't. It's hard to explain. Right? But yeah. you just what you're saying, like stuff that I never seen in my life. Yeah. I never will. Right? But uh, well, you never know. I guess we could hit the lottery, right? <laughs> we hope. So uh, I would get the pictures, and uh, you know, and his and Shane's kid played in the OHL too, right? For for Barry. And, really. Uh, so I would see all this stuff, but I would never. You know, I would hear the rumors. Or, so I, w- I would get all the things like um, Steve Thomas, remember Stumpy Thomas yep. with the Leafs? Yep. Well, his son, Christian, played with the London Knights in uh, Oshawa, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, and he was, I've seen the pictures of the Bella and him on the beach in Florida. Oh. Or, or, no, it might have been like Cancun or uh, mm-hmm. it wasn't just Florida. It was something exotic. So mm-hmm. I got Eisenman's daughter and Steve Thomas's son, and they're hooked up, and I'm getting the pictures. <laughs> like it was, you know. I, but I, you know, it's not like I'm going to share them or. Right. Yeah. That, that's just information that I, I was lucky enough to privy to to be able mm-hmm. to look at, and you know, and that, that's the end of it, right? Like that's yeah. what you got to do. So that's how you gain the trust of all the players. You know, guys like Taylor Hall and Dale Mitchell and Henry. Well, Henrik was never a Facebook guy, but so, you know, it, it just, like I said, it just one thing leads to another and it goes on and on. Like, mm-hmm. you know, going to Don Cherry's in 88, I did a Spitfire yearbook. I walked into the office, Jimmy Rutherford and Carmanos, Terry McDonald and Essex guy. Yep. yep. Right? His kid played too. Um, Terry. I think he was more of a horse guy after a while. Yeah. But, uh, but he was a scout too, as well. Terry. Yeah, yeah, he was Terry a hockey guy. Scouted for yeah. uh, Carolina as well. Yeah, and uh, he he was with the Spitfires, well, Compuware, the yep. Windsor Compuware. That would have been '87, '88, the year they went to the Memorial Cup. I just happened to pick the right year to do a yearbook. Like, how lucky can you get? Right? Yeah. <laughs> so I got that all done, and I remember them guys saying, "Oh yeah, sure. Who's this? Who's this guy? Who's this fucking mailman? Like, like he don't even know any Because they asked me uh, if I played. No, it's well, I was 140 pounds. Like, I played everything, but I was never great in anything. But I always played. Yeah. The only thing I didn't really play was football because I was 140 pounds. Yep. I played a little bit of the peewee stuff because everybody was an equal. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think the biggest guy in the field was 120 pounds, and I was like, "Everybody needs a kicker, Bob." Yeah, well, I know. That's true. I wish I was that. But I was so skinny that I probably would have bolted my fucking head kicking the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I never played football, you know. I, but when we play a little touch in the over at the park or something, fuck, I had hands and fucking, you know, I was like fucking uh, Heinz Ward. Clever Franker. 
I'm not sure if you ever seen this movie. There's a little movie called uh, Rudy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was a good movie. I'm just saying, yeah, you could have been Rudy. <laughs> no, I guess it's possible, right? Yeah, Rudy, hockey player. That would have been awesome. What a great story! Yeah. That oh, <laughs> but I, I did play it. I remember getting cut. At, see, now we're rambling, right? One story, right. you go it's back fine. and finish the other. I remember that was the first hockey team I tried out for. My older brother, Darcy, was a terror. He played for Windsor Police with Rick Keogh, Tommy oh. Williams, uh, Teddy, Teddy Boomer. Uh, they had a fabulous team. Like, uh, and three of them, four of them made, uh, they had like an all-star team. And you went from the lead, uh, that was like House League, uh, Windsor Police. And they all got asked to go to Club 240 uh, travel team, right? But uh, anyhow, that you know, so I'm at, at uh, Lansbury Park, no roof, no not right? It was just sheer love of my first arena, your nuts off, my right? First arena, taking a bus. I remember the bus was like 24 cents or 26 cents, a quarter and a penny, <laughs> and it would drop you right off in front of it, right, right, right in front of Lansbury Park, mm -hmm. and you had and you had your equipment on already. Like the only thing you had to do was put your skates on. And, Excuse me, and your gloves, and, and that was it. Mm -hmm. And I remember getting cut from Anderson's funeral home. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, how demoralizing is that, right? <laughs> and my buddy, the buddy who, who I, he, he got on the bus like about four blocks ahead of me, and then I'd get on, and Tony Turner, rest his soul, big fight. He was a huge football star for Herman. But anyhow, he uh, scored the winning goal that year off his head. <laughs> yes, and you could hear it. I remember going to the game and you, in the crowd, and you could hear it, his helmet and right in the top corner, man. And fucking that team won the championship. So I felt a lot better, right? Well, I got cut from the best team in the league, right? Yeah. So, you know, you're always looking for an angle, right? <laughs> At least I was. Now, now, how do you know? Uh, like, there's, there's a lot of Essex guys that you know, like, oh, I. I was trying to get some information out of Jamie McDermott. He's like, you know who you need to get a hold of? Yeah, he was just Bob Murray. He was the bat boy. The bat boy? Jamie was, yeah. He, okay. he, I don't know, uh, but I, I've got to see him at golf all the time. Yep. Like when I play in that, that I play in that thing. Uh, but yeah, I pitched for the uh, six Aberdeen. Okay. And uh, our, it was back to hockey again. We're talking baseball, but it's about yep. hockey, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Our it was Dougie Queen, Gay Queen, whom they named the park after, mm -hmm. and EJ Queen. I don't know if you remember EJ Queen. He was a great hockey player too. Mm -hmm. He he spent, well, I'm gonna guess a dozen years in Sweden or Holland or somewhere. He was their leading scorer. Like he, he got paid huge bucks. EJ Queen. Okay. And they were all great baseball players too. That was the starting. That was your outfielder. That was the outfielders. And then we had, uh, well, we had big Kenny Miller at first. Yep. And Haji was the pitcher. That's Chop's, catcher. That's Chop's dad. Oh, okay. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny Miller. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And, and, uh, Kevin Miller. Kevin. and then we had uh, Tony Bronski, second. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ricky Hines at third. How many hockey players are on this team? And then we had Normie Kerr. We had uh, Whitey Vokes. Yeah. Ronnie Vokes, maybe the. You know, a lot of guys get a lot of attention from the old senior county. Day, oh, for sure. Fucking Whitey Vogues was maybe the best hitter I've ever seen in my life. 
And the other good, great guy was Brian Camless. Do you remember Brian Camless? I don't. I don't know if he was from Essex, but he, he was. I, mean, what a, what I know my, my, both my uncles, uh, Ron Saunders and Lauren Saunders, got scouted from Windsor to come out and play in Essex. Oh, really? Yeah. Eh? yeah. I don't, that, that name don't ring a bell. I ended up delivering mail in Essex for like eight months. I had to drive back and forth. Oh, for but one, one day a week or a whole week? No, five days a week. Oh, okay. But after a while, the drive became, you know, from 30 minutes, 20 minutes. It, it, you it find your... Uh, it didn't, it didn't yeah. even bug me anymore, right? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, I'm hoping my 68 fucking Studebaker don't blow up. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and there, you know, it was it was great delivering downtown. But, but all the Essex guys, you know, playing for Ronnie McDermott was a true honor. Like, I, I had pitched my whole life. I'd won uh, six Ontario championships, maybe, uh, from, I don't know, from eight to, you know, and all those baseball teams Eddie Mio was talking about, we were on the losing team. Oh. I mean, Eddie's team won everything, but, and they beat us. They were Windsor Central, we were Windsor East. Oh. Okay, we lost, I lost to them in Ancaster, Ontario, 5-2. They went on to the World Series in uh, Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Oh, no shit. So we you could have won. We just needed a free run blast from somebody and we <laughs> win. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. And it, it, and that went on for a couple more years. And then Eddie stopped playing baseball, right? He was a hockey guy. So, but uh, pitching for Ronnie McDermott, he asked me to come out. And, you know, this is like a tryout or whatever. We, I think we had Bernie Burke and Dave Perpich was on the team. Uh, and Haji was the greatest. Right? I remember I used to go watch him play. Uh, he was a damn good hockey player. Dave, Ronnie Perp Hodges. Dave Perpich, Doc. They call him Doc. Uh, is that Dave Perpich? No, no. Perpich was the Spitfire coach. Oh, okay. Okay. Right? Uh, coach seventy threes for years. Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. He was a teacher at Tech. Want to get him on? And a high school teacher at Riverside. I believe he finished at Riverside. Yeah, and then he stepped in for the Spitfires. And about six times he was their coach. You know, every time they fired Max, their perp was, but, but perp was a great ball player. I, I remember going, we played uh, Maidstone, and that was a huge rivalry. Maidstone Shamrocks, they were called. Yep. And they had Hank Serenowitz and uh, Joe Meals, big fucking Joe Meals, big farmer from Woodsley. And that's where I'm going. I was the last guy ever traded in the senior county league. I got traded from Essex to Woodsley. For Joe Meals' rights, and I think he ended up playing for Mason, but I'm not—he might have ended up playing for Essex. I'm not sure. It was like <laughs> one of those tricky deals. Yeah. And I was like, "Holy crap!" I, I was part of a—that's like being in a trade with Hank Aaron or fucking Miggy. <laughs> you know, that was like, and it was the last trade ever in, in Senior County. I, I think they stopped. Like, you know, there was no more trades. Oh, okay. And back then. He, You'd come home on Monday and you'd see the box score in the paper. Mm -hmm. Bob Murray came up eight runs in two innings. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's not what you wanted to see, right? Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know. But I always loved it because I went with my neighbor across the street. He played as a as a kid. I, he'd take me to the games, right? And there I am pitching for Ronnie McDermott. And then the Donnie McDermott, uh, I was technically his boss at all hallway. Okay. okay. Where I worked with Wally Tatter. Oh, geez, eh? Okay, Wally, we'd be there on a Friday night. The Blackhawks are on the way from Metro Airport. And Wally go, oh, I kind of got to leave here, Bob, for a minute. You know, I knew what he was doing. He's, 
going to, uh, he, he repaired all their gloves, did all their skeet sharpening. They wouldn't go anywhere except for Wally. Really? Wally was the creme de la creme of. I'd really love to get him on too. You know, and him and Connie. He's, he's got a big, he's got the big ties here at Windsor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wally's down in North Carolina now, but yeah. uh, he would probably be uh, acceptable today. I think he's got the technology and all. Oh, that. for sure he does. Yeah. You know, I've heard some great stories about remember him, him carrying the Stanley Cup downtown Essex, right? Yeah. Yeah. Carolina he did that. Yep. And guess who he's with? The Carmanis, uh, Jimmy Rutherford, yep. and all yep. that. So anyhow, now we're rambling. We're going back to that story. I go into the office and they go, oh, well, okay, if you want to do a book, yeah, we'll let you do a book. You know, we'll charge you something uh, for selling it and what have you. So they didn't believe it. I, I come in and it, I didn't have like the book from the printer, but I had the final copy that was going to them. Mm -hmm. I mean, this took me like, oh, I don't know, almost two years and then I had to go sell ads for it. But that was great. So I go to first one I went, I wanted to sell the back cover. Well, I'll go to Chrysler's. Hey, and I get in there because Bobby Bugner's dad, who I played lob ball with, is working in the office. Bobby Bugner Sr. So he gets me in the door and he says, Well, he says, I'll see if I can get you in to see the big guy, right? I go, Oh, that'd be great, man. You know, as all as I'm asking, it's like four or five hundred bucks for the back cover, right? Mm. And once you get that, then the little $50, $200 ads start yep. to sell. Mm -hmm. I go in there and uh, walk into the office. What's well, John LaFontaine? I go, I see the name on the door. I go, John LaFontaine. I said, how's your son John doing? He says, what? He looked at me strange. And I said, yeah, John, he played for the Toronto Marlboros. He's one of my favorite players. He said, son, sit down. <laughs> well, I, I got it. I got him now. I didn't know. I, like, I didn't have a clue, right? And he says, nobody asked me about John Jr. He said, everybody asked about Pat. He's Pat LaFontaine's dad. Yeah. Ran Chrysler. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? He ran plant three for, fuck, he was there for 15, maybe 20 years. I, you know, mm -hmm. somewhere in there. He was there a long time. Great guy. Yeah. And uh, so we, we sat down and uh, he said, Oh, John's doing good. He's getting into coaching. He's doing this. Well, G John LaFontaine coached Shattuck St. Mary's, which is, you know, high end US. Like uh, you could coach the Olympic team kind of thing. Okay. So, anyhow, we, he was just getting into that. You know, as time goes on, he's probably going, Wow, this kid mm -hmm. knew what he was talking about. I really wasn't a kid, but you know, just the same. And we hit it off like, oh, gee, he asking me questions and this, and it was great. And I'm like sitting there with the fucking president of Chrysler. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and it was so awesome. And um, he said, I'll take the back cover. He says, how much, how much is that? 500? I said, yeah, that'd be <laughs> I said, that'd be perfect. I said, yeah. And I'll even make it color. Like uh, I was intending on doing the back page in color anyhow. Mm -hmm. Same with the front, right? And everything else is black and white. Yeah. For six, I'll do it in and color. And you got to remember, back in '88, there was no fucking printers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, it seems like '88 there should have been a printer, right? 
Well, they had these things, uh, my buddy at Iron Walkers had them, they were called plotters. You, you put in the information and the, they would, you know, it would like take like a half an hour to do a fucking sentence, you know, it, was, <laughs> it would plot. It was, but it was on its way to becoming the printer, right? right? So I did this whole book on a Commodore 64. If you can believe that, a Commodore 64 had the same shit on cassette tape, right? And if you lost it, man, all that work was so God. fucking gonzo, man. Like six months worth of work of stats, right? I'm going down to the Windsor Star or the Windsor uh, Library downtown looking through microfiche. Yep, the, the yeah, oh, yeah. Well, the guy showed me how to do it the first time, and then and, and I'd go. And then if I wanted a copy, it was like two bits or something to, to photocopy. Mm -hmm. I said, fuck that, that's too expensive, right? So I brought my book and I would write down, uh, oh, 1946, fucking Al Arbor scored six goals, or, you know, and I, I wrote everything down and I finally got it done. And it was like unbelievable. So I go in to Rutherford and Carmanos, and, and Carmanos was never there, but he just happened to be there that day. And he was, you know, he was one of them guys you just, you knew when he was in the room, like he, he reaped fucking money and winning. And, you know, mm -hmm. he, he's just one of those guys. It's weird, eh? Mm -hmm. And uh, so they said, okay, go ahead and do it. Uh, we'll charge you 2000 bucks for using our name and the logo and whatever. And I said, oh, yeah, okay. So I signed an agreement with them and that, and fuck, that, that was it. So I printed up 6,000 books. I raised about $24,000 in ads. So it kind of broke even. Mm -hmm. You know, I may, it might have cost me maybe 500 bucks of my own money. You know, I got that done. And I go to the first game, I remember it was against Kingston. I had my wife, my two sisters. They, they set up a table at the arena and everything. And we were so excited. I mean, when I look back at the book now, it looks like crap, right? Mm. You know, a fucking printer, the, the pictures were, you know. Well, compared to technology now, right? Yeah, I mean, and when I look at it, I go, oh man, I could have done so much better. <laughs> but I picked a perfect year. Everybody's mm -hmm. starving for the book, right? I did a story of Wally, mm -hmm. uh, Adam Graves. You know, I went to high, uh, Herman High School and interviewed him right in. I knew Sam Cisco, who was a big time referee, right? He's yep. a rest his soul too. One of the, well, he taught every OHL rep there is probably. He was around for like a long time. Like, you know, he was first player in the second round drafted by the Red Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't go in the first round, but anyhow. Mm -hmm. They said he was too slow, remember? Well, he was too yeah, slow. Yeah. I remember hearing that around the arena all the time. He's never going. Well, they, they said he wasn't going to make the NHL. I'm like, this guy's way too good not mm -hmm. to make the NHL. Like, you don't know oh, what yeah. you're talking about. Just his leading ability. Yeah. Just, just his leadership yeah. ability. He reminds me a lot of Paul Maurice, you know? Like, yeah, leader, leadership wise, you, you know, like you just, you just saw it in him. He'd take, he'd take the team on his back, no problem. Yeah. And speaking of Paul Maurice, uh, I got some trivia for you guys. Uh, he was a three-time captain of the Windsor Spitfires. Can you tell me who the other guy was? He's from fucking Essex. He's from Essex. There we go. We're oh. rambling back to Essex. Crowder? Nope. 
I don't think any Crowder ever played for the Spitfires. They played what? for Pete Peeps. What year? Scott Miller. Well, three years in a row, he was the captain. No, nope. but I mean, what year are we trying to name the other captain? Well, Maurice is just saying guess. Maurice was uh, 86. Okay, no, I'm just trying to get a time frame. I wouldn't know because I was like one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Who was yeah. it? Yeah, well, it was Craig Mahan. Craig Mahan. Craig Mahan. Yep. Hey, free-time captain, man. Think about that. That's unbelievable. You're a captain at fucking 17. Yep. Oh, man, you're running 20-year-olds fucking ragging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you go do this, go do that. I'm 17, you're 20. Yeah. Now, some and of you're would, listening to me. Yeah, some of them would have been 21. And Craig's a great guy. He works in Windsor and Stuart Fisher. Mm-hmm. I ran into him at the eye doctors of all places. <laughs> right. And I don't have that's sometimes when I wish I had a cell phone, mm-hmm. but I'm not a cell phone guy. I never have been, but probably never will be. <laughs> the only reason I ever needed one was for my daughter. Yeah. For her safety. And when she's in the car, she's got one. Yeah. So I don't need one. Right? Yeah. But that would have been great to, to do a quick little five minute. You know, I was thinking of trying to invent something from the show mm-hmm. for, for my page because it went from groups to back to being, you know, your own page. And then it went to, uh, it just kept going back and forth, page, mm-hmm. group. and then Now it's just followers, right? People that follow yeah, you and yeah, whatever, like, right? I can go in, I can go in now and tag Taylor all still. So somehow my page will pick that up that he was a friend from like, 12 years ago or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, it, it's really weird how Facebook is now. Mm-hmm. And, and they kind of coincide with Twitter, but it would have been nice to just say, Hey, uh, let's see I got the, you know, I got the video going. Uh, Craig, how you doing? Uh, this is Bob Murray from the OHL alumni. How you doing? And uh, yeah. you're looking good. And uh, I know you can't see because you're at the eye doctor, <laughs> but you know, just, just a little two, three minutes snippet. Yeah. Yeah, all his buddies can laugh. Yeah, well, song. you can throw it up on your page, and it'll be funny as yeah, hell, right? Nothing, because I think anything over three minutes, nobody, nobody watches or listens. Mm-hmm. We're like this. Well, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Especially mm-hmm. like, I, like I like the little two minute twenty Motown songs. Mm-hmm. When I put them, but now you can't. You put a put a YouTube song on your page and. Uh, you got to go to YouTube and put up with about 18 fucking advertisements on yeah. there before you hear a two minute song. So I, I got out of the YouTube thing there and I go to all those other ones like the old British invasion group mm-hmm. where you just click the button and the video plays right there. It don't mm-hmm. go to no advertisements or, mm-hmm. but you know, you, you try a bunch of different things, right? Like, mm-hmm. like lately with the fucking politics and that, it drives me crazy there. I, I've never banned or kicked anybody off my page my page is wide open like you you can be in russia and you can get into my page and see my phone number you know yeah i got nothing to hide like mm-hmm. i speak with the with truth right i don't speak with forked tongue right, right. Mm-hmm. and so everything's good that way and uh, you know it's just i don't know but yeah you, you got a lot of positive things to say on your on your uh you know facebook like i, I really enjoy reading this stuff like i, I I learn a lot. Totally. You know, especially about, about the local people. You yeah. Know, that, that, yeah. That's what I concentrate on. I, I like your stories about, you know, this hometown kid is now playing in Barrie or this hometown kid yeah. is now playing in London or this guy came from, 
London and then is now playing for the Spitfires and calls his place home. You know, like my favorite, one of my favorite stories uh, was Matt Rideout coming on and saying, hey, listen, you know, I was a Windsor guy all my life. But when I started to come here and try out for the 73s, they accepted me with open arms. And now this is, you know, I love this. I call this home too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. he wants to buy a house here in town, you know, like he just wants to come back. He, he was treated so well here that this is where he wants yeah. to call home, you know? It's so. funny you mentioned the right. I wonder what his brother is doing now with how well with the. Yes. <laughs> hey, Bob, yeah, what I was actually. Sure. Hey, what I was was actually like freaking wondering is because like you talk to everybody is there still guys in the league now or just former like freaking like like nhl guys that you still like shoot the shit with to this day uh yeah well yeah there's quite a few um uh i don't know if if you've seen uh, i i repost a lot of stuff gilbert dion remember mm-hmm. him you won a stanley cup with the abs in 93 mm-hmm. marcel's younger brother oh okay like, yeah there's like a 18 year gap between right. them. Like Marcel was a great OHL player with St. Catherine's Blackhawks. And uh, Gilbert is on there all the time. He does the little TikTok things with his kids. Oh, does he? Well, you know, they're, they're teenagers, I guess. They're yeah. probably from 13 to 17 in around there. Yeah. And he, he does these TikTok things with him. And I fucking laugh my ass off, man. And, <laughs> and he's so good at it. They must practice. Right? Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, or take, you know, 20 takes to get it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, especially if you're doing it with a teenager, you're going to go, I don't like that one. Let's do it again. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. like that yeah, one. Let's yeah. do it again. Definitely. But uh, guys like him are really, really good follows. Uh, like, I don't know if I, it's hard for me now, even like, I think I got like maybe about 1400 friends. Like, you know, there's 400 of them. I don't even have a clue who they are. Right. I just know that they love hockey. Right. Yeah. And that's what they're there for. But back in the day in 08 and 09, when I had all the guys, you know, I, I'd get fucking, like, I'd get up in the morning and I'd look at my Facebook and it fucking going off like a fucking Christmas tree. <laughs> fucking. 25 fucking messages, 30 friend requests, yeah. fucking 500 notifications. Well, hopefully we can get half of his friends liking our show. Like, that would be awesome. And, you know, and it was like unbelievable. And, you know, of the 25 friend requests, 20 of them were puck bunnies. You remember the puck bunnies? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't say that anymore, right? Why yeah. Yeah. Say whatever the hell you want. <laughs> this is our show, Bob. You know what? I could all go to social media jail for that. Puck bunnies. Well, I remember going to the Spitz games and you would see it every time. You remember how they would skate behind the Windsor net and the girls would stand right there. Now the now the the coats start coming off and they're in these little tiny tops yeah, oh, and they're nice. leaning over over the railings. You're I like, know the two blondes oh, are thinking sh- of me. <laughs> <laughs> they were there every day, yeah. man. Yeah. They were older. Yes, yes. And yes. see, and that's all the other stuff, right? That I try and stay away from. Like sure. you were saying, the positive. I try and be positive, but you know the thing with the Logan Mayu kid there. You know his father Jeff, a wonderful guy. The Mayus were great. In fact. Tom Mayu, his grandfather, mm-hmm. was the head guy at our wall. Right. You know, so we had Donnie McDermott, Wally Tadmer, Bobby Chittle, uh, and all these guys from the Essex area that worked there. Like, almost all the yard guys were from Essex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But 
with uh, with Logan, you know, like I, I get that what he did was wrong. Right. And yeah. I, you know, we won't it stay was. too long on this, but uh, he's also 18 years old. 17. Or 17. 17. Okay, 17. And everybody kept saying, well, if, what if you had a daughter and this and that? And I get that too. But if I had a daughter, I was hoping she wasn't giving some 17 year old guy from Canada a blowjob. He's only been in the country for a goddamn week. He's been in the country for a week. I don't even know what to say to that. I agree. I agree. Like, you you know, that's just the way I feel about it. Like, I don't think anybody's feeling like I obviously I feel bad for the girl Mm -hmm. because he had no intention of. Well, okay, we'll get off this because, you know. No, but he, all the uh, girl wanted from him, Rob Wright, was a written, like, thing from him. That's yeah, all she wanted. She, she didn't want, want anything else from him. But but my understanding was that, you know, he shared it with the group of guys on the team. His teammates, yeah. And one That's of the weird. guys wanted the girl, so he ended up fucking putting it all out. That's yeah. how he got in so much yeah. trouble. Yeah. And now, like, what's going on with Montreal? Montreal, he's he comes on on uh, like TSN and says all this shit about Montreal. Oh, they're amazing. They're, they're backing me. They're. I really didn't even want to get drafted. You know, I wanted to take a year off. Yeah, Let this he, go away. He, he bit the bullet. Right. He did the right thing. But then Gary right. Bettman comes on and says, "I'm disgusted with fucking Montreal for picking him." You know, like, shut up. Yeah. What, what does anybody care what Gary Bettman says? But you know, it, it's. But what I, where I was going with this was like a parallel. Like nobody brings up when Jovanovski and Billy Bowler got charged with fucking rape. Yep. Remember that? Yep, I do remember that. You know, that and old, that old, old farce, right? Yeah, that old, old fucking uh, MILF there, or GILF. She might even been that old, right? She was a GILF, not a yep. MILF. Yep. And she said that they, you know, and they went to that. Well, what about Jason Spezza? His fucking billet took him to the casino at 17, drinking, and he was a cop. His billet was a cop. Is that <laughs> isn't that worse than what Logan May did? I don't know. He's no, because no, no, old. because it's a girl. It's a girl. Well, yeah, but right. But like, like you said, I agree. You know, he, he was wrong for what he did, but like you said he, he's been in the country for a week. Yeah. And this girl's doing what she's doing. Like you would think your parents raised you a little bit better. You, you, you would know. hope. Yeah. But I'm not putting it on her. No, it's no. happened, it's done with. Right. And that's the way it goes. And, and you know, and like, what about uh, Steve Downey and Akeem alone? Yeah. Fucking flushing his head down the fucking toilet on the bus. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. No wonder Akeem fucking stood up to him and right. tried to beat the crap out of him. Mm-hmm. You know, Didn't, like I get the hazing shit, yeah. but Jesus. I don't get the naked shit though. Like sticks up your ass. <laughs> no fun. No, 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 what? Because <laughs> I remember <laughs> that's what Garcello said. We, we, they, they were reaming That's them. crazy, oh, man. Who, who would do that? Like, why? That's fucked. That? It doesn't make sense, any sense. Uh, there must have been uh, some fucking good weed or fucking some kind of good. Drug. I have never smoked that good a weed. <laughs> I've smoked some. Hey, I, I'll be honest. I've smoked some. Coming. I've smoked some good weed, and I would never. That would never even cross my mind. So <laughs> it's a light too. That's really good yeah. beer. Yeah, you like that beer, eh, Bob? That's GNL. Yep. Yeah. GL Heritage. Yeah. Shout out to our yeah. boys over yeah. there at GL Heritage. There. Yeah. Oh, that's really good beer. I love that. 
they probably deliver too, right? Like yes, they do. Yep. Yes, yeah. they do. Uh, even better on top. Yeah, I heard that uh, on the golf course somebody said they were getting uh, 40 tall boys for. Uh, it was. I was like, really? That's a pretty good deal. Man. Well, they yeah. gotta they gotta compete with some of these other places that are. Yeah. They're giving you two cases for 90 bucks of, of tall boys. Uh, and delivery. Yeah, yeah. Well, so sure. you got to compete with the big boys yeah. if you yeah. want to stay in business. For right? sure. Funny for how sure. we uh, get out of that subject and get right on the beer. Right. right. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, the hell with the keys and. Yeah. But anyhow, that whole stuff there. Uh, you know, that's. I don't know. I, and that's that's the other thing. I used to get asked back in the day, "Are you Bob Murray to play for the Chicago Blackhawks, Captain?" GM of Anaheim. I go, no. I said, I'm not. But ironically, he's born in February of 54, the same as me. Oh, shit. So I was getting guys saying, you're lying. You <laughs> it's birthday. you. It's you. <laughs> I said, fucking look, it's this. <laughs> you know, he's still got some hair and shit. But anyhow. And then I get other guys a little bit older. You got to be the Bob Murray. You're just hiding that played for the Atlanta Flames. Like there was like three Bob Murray's played in the NHL, right? And I'm like, holy shit. I said, how do I convince people that Why I didn't just like roll with it? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I guess I could have pulled everybody's leg. You know what I mean? Free beer here, free beer here. Come on up to Chicago. And it's, funny, it's funny because uh, a really good friend of mine, Ted Bully, played for the Chicago Blackhawks mm-hmm. when Bob Murray was his captain. And Teddy used to say he's a prick. Oh, yeah. He's a fucking prick. And he did <laughs> he check curfew. He fucked. So we'd go, Denny Savard and Al Secord, they love betting the ponies, right? They love coming to Detroit. They'd stay at the Poncha train. We'd get the number. They always, you know, you just couldn't call up the Poncha train and say, is Dennis Savard there? You know, they didn't do that. They had nicknames and shit. Yeah, like they, yeah. they, you know, he'd be like a Denny. Uh, he went in, you know, whatever it was. And my buddy Frankie Del Greco, he knew all the nicknames. He'd call up, hey, these guys want to go to the track? Sure. Yeah. We'd go, we'd pick them up outside the poncha train, take them to the track, and then we'd go back and have a few beers in the, in the lounge. And fucking Bob Murray comes strolling in. We're at the fucking bar right? <laughs> with some Secor, Savard, and uh, Teddy Bullet. Yeah. And uh, they're a curfew or whatever you're saying, right? Look at Teddy's right under his breath. He's black off. You know, you think everything's uh, glorious in the NHL. But, you know, some guys don't like each other and stuff. I mean, you know, they were friends. Like they Scotty were, Gomez said, they were teammates every right? day with Savvy. So we got we got tickets. Uh, a lot of times, uh, Savvy would have to give his tickets to his neighbors when they went on road trips, right? Like they'd go on a road trip and they would watch the house of that. So when they'd have a game, they, he'd give them the, the comp tickets, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because they're doing him a favor, right? And uh, he was a single guy then. So, mm-hmm. but anyhow. Come playoff time, he said, well, there's a little trick. And I'll bet this still still works today. So we go to Chicago, and there's, we've seen maybe 20 regular season games over three years in the early 80s. And great game. Chicago Stadium was like, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. And that first time you heard the national anthem, I mean, you needed two empty beer cups just to fucking lay, let the goosebumps fucking go. Like, <laughs> You fill two cups. Honest to God, you'd like this. 
I was shaking yeah. like a leaf, man. And when that guy was singing on that yeah. organ, and holy fuck. Well, it was like the Olympia, um, right? It was um, straight up and down, wasn't it? Oh, it was unbelievable. In, in, in Chicago Stadium, they had uh, seats that were, uh, you know, uh, obstructed view. Well, no kidding. The fucking balcony was ready to cave in. Like, <laughs> it would go down. <laughs> the front of the balcony. And the works, the works, the owners of the Blackhawks were always notorious. For me, back in the 50s, Chicago Stadium was always 16666. That was a sellout. But in the playoffs, they had fucking 19,000 in there. And that was all going in his pocket, right? Yeah. You know, three, three, 4,000 tickets at 20 bucks a crack back then. Right. That was a lot of coin that you didn't have to pay taxes. But anyhow, that, you know, Man. who knows if he went to jail or not. <laughs> See, man, like just so much information. I'm like, <laughs> I'm yeah, everywhere. Well, rambling, right? One no, you're not rambling. It's just, it's just a lot of fucking info for me to try to take in right way. now. One, one thing leads to segue and Raider one story to another. Well, anyhow, we, we go to the playoff games. And this is this was the rule. And we're out in front of Chicago Stadium. And it wasn't the greatest area, but you know, I was with a couple solid guys. So yeah, well, we weren't worried we we're gonna get killed or shot or whatever. And this guy comes strolling across, he said, gentlemen, what are you doing here? Nice guy. And he said, uh, we said, well, we're going to wait and get playoff tickets. He said, oh, how did you know the rule? What rule? We don't know. He says, uh, oh, every team in a playoff has to sell a thousand tickets on the day of the game to the general public. So, you know, they, they just couldn't pre-sell all the playoffs and sell mm -hmm. out. They always had to have a thousand tickets. Uh, they didn't say what kind though. But, yep. you know, they weren't, they weren't the good ones. Mm -hmm. But uh, oh fuck, Chicago State. So we bought all the tickets. We fucking sold half of what we bought. We had enough for us to get in and pay for our whole trip. Nice. Pay for the gas. We we used the Renarec. Remember Renarec? I don't. <laughs> they were like hurt. So they were okay. Renarec. <laughs> we had this car from Danny Mexical. Never forget. We ran the snout out of this thing in Chicago back about. Oh, geez, that was the early 80s. It cost you like 78 bucks with gas. And anyway, it was a great deal. Yeah. It was good. And you didn't have to worry about your car getting fucking smashed in. Or... Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I got a question for you. You Have you ever hitchhiked to Florida? Oh, there we go. Now you're, this ain't What? Hot. This is baseball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been not once, twice. Twice as a 17 and 18 year old, we hitchhiked to Florida, Hollywood, Florida, which is right next to Fort Lauderdale. I had been there, I was lucky, like I was telling you earlier with baseball, I won like six or seven Ontario championships and three mm -hmm. Canadians. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, we won back to back Canadians in 71 and 72. These guys weren't even born, right? I wasn't. <laughs> you know, I wasn't. I was 69. <laughs> well, anyhow, they played baseball back then, Anthony. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we won. We beat we beat Calgary, and we beat Thunder Bay. And wouldn't you know it, fucking former London Knight Louis Nistico was on that Thunder Bay team. Years later, I hooked up with Louis on Facebook, and I said, "Do you remember that?" And I had a picture, a clipping of him getting thrown out at second base or something. He says, yeah, it's crazy. They call him Lincoln Lou. Yep. He, he was a great guy. He was more a WHA guy than the NHL guy. But uh, 
But anyway, so you, you just ramble, right? Ah, fuck. <laughs> One name to another. And so we go to Florida as a 17-year-old. I'm like, wow, this is great. We all got hair down. Wow, that's when I, you know, hair down to hair, looking like Jesus Christ. And then <laughs> we get to the first game. We're going to open up against Hyde Park, New York. And we oh, got, yeah, we're hitchhiking down there to play? No, no, no oh. this was... I'm setting up the... Oh, okay, sorry. So uh, I'll go as fast as I can. So we get there and we're, we're playing against Hyde Park, New York. And the fucking governor of Florida comes in and he says, y'all son or son or whatever he called us, he said, you ain't playing no more and we would fucking hear like that. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking made our whole team, well, not everybody, but half the team had long hair. We had Randy Pinchinato, Rick Jolliker, oh, geez, we had a great team. Terry Peterson, Kenny Whitehead. We all had long hair, man. We had to have the, the assistant coach's wife give us, snipped our hair all off just so we could play. Come on. Peterson, Peterson was so pissed off. This guy was uh, pro material. He, he got taken off the field by the Pittsburgh Pirates. Right, right off the field. You're not playing no more, son. You're property. But he didn't say in the dotted line. He just, you know, he didn't know what to do. Yeah. Dad wasn't there. So he did the smart thing. But anyhow, so we fucking, it was unbelievable. We won and, and we're in a hotel at the Holiday Inn in Hollywood, Florida. And these two bonds keep hanging around our room. We didn't know that. Fucking, we don't know them, right? Well, they were on vacation from, they lived in Florida, but they were on vacation in Hollywood for some reason. And she had just gone through some fucking, she got caught with weed or something. And she completed a course. Her, na her name was Terry. And uh, she put, completed the course so her grandfather paid for a vacation for her and her friend. So we hooked up. We hooked up. And, and when we were leaving and that after the last game, she said, oh, anytime you want to come back. <laughs> Don't hesitate. You got a place to and, stay. And the grandfather was there uh, picking them up to leave. And then we were getting ready to go to the airport ourselves. Of course, we get driven by the fucking cops in a paddy wagon. A paddy wagon took us to the airport. Fucking long ears. Canada. <laughs> they give us burlap bags, fucking 99 degrees. And we got these burlap bags. And I remember warming up in a big game against Cupertino, California. I'd give up a three-run homer. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I blew it. I blew it. Yeah. <laughs> but I had thrown, I had thrown like about 100 pitches in the bullpen, mm. 99 degrees. And I just, you know. Was, Gassed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because our starter was in trouble the, the whole way. But we had a chance to win that. Oh, that that's a bad memory for me. Mm -hmm. I can still hear the crack in the bag. There <laughs> <laughs> was no aluminum back then. Yeah. yeah. So anyhow, uh, we we get back to Windsor and all that, I'm telling all the buddies, "Oh yeah, that's fucking hot one." And oh, it's uh, he's well, let, let's go, man. We were all fucking drinking there. Right? We were seventeen. We were drinking it. So we we get a ride to Bowling Green, Ohio, from a buddy's brother. We got 20 bucks and 20 barbiturates each. <laughs> so we're like, well, yo, okay, yeah. So we go and we get fucking weird. Oh, man, the rides. We, this guy from Pulaski, Tennessee. I remember my memory is still so good that I can remember it in vivid color. 
Like I could still see the guy driving. Yo, smoke marijuana, fuck yeah! <laughs> oh yeah, fuck yeah! We were seventeen. We were just maybe dabbling with weed then. The weird crushing LSD. Know. So Jesus. this guy, he's got the big fucking can, and he sticks out of the back there. Me and Mike Demarchuk, my buddy, we're smoking it, and uh, <laughs> we're we're like fucking lights out, right? And the only reason he picked us up. Was to keep him awake. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, so Mike's falling asleep in a night. Mike, get out of here. So I jumped in the front seat. We, he had some shit in the front seat, so we moved in the back. I stayed up. And we got there, and he took us to his uh, house, and he said, "You want breakfast?" And then, okay, grits and jowls or some fucking thing we had. It was pretty good though, right? Yeah. We get all the way there, and Terry asked her grandmother and her, and her grandfather. Can we stay there? Uh, we we weren't thinking like what we're going to do. Where are we? Who are we We're just thinking of. We're really doing this, Harry. Blonde, right? And hope she's got a great friend for my buddy, right? That's all we were, you know. You're thinking with the little guy, right? You know, so hey, that's a long way to go. Oh yeah, it's a great idea. But the great, I'll, I'll speed it off. We went there. We spent a week. It was New Year's Eve. So we had checked in the winter. Mm. It was New Year's Eve. They took us to this restaurant. And uh, I get, he paid. Well, we couldn't afford a, a meal at a restaurant. So he paid for everything. It was awesome, man. They were so nice to us. And he liked me because I was a straight Canadian that didn't smoke weed and you know, <laughs> take care of his granddaughter. Oh, boy. So, and meanwhile, we took, she's going to school during the day. Me and Mike are in her Camaro, uh, ragtop Camaro, at the beach looking for more bras. <laughs> <laughs> Puffing Jays, too. Like, what the fuck is you know, going on? It was awesome. <laughs> so, and then we come, we, we get the thing, and he knew what to do. The grandfather give us, he said, I'll take you to the turnpike where there's turns. If you go on the highway, you'll go to jail. We didn't know that, right? Yeah. So they put us on this turn and uh, fucking give us each 20 American. That's how much we came on. So we're keeping with 20 bucks in our pocket. Mm -hmm. So right at the turn, right around where the turn was, we could see the fucking uh, McDonald's or whatever. I, I think it was McDonald's, maybe Burger King. And we, <laughs> we ran right there, fucking ate like kings. <laughs> You know, 20 bucks back then, that by a lot. Oh, it was unreal. And then we came back to that spot. We, we couldn't get a ride. We couldn't get a ride. And then we got a little bit. Uh, we got a ride to like um, the I-75. It was uh, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, and Ohio. And then Michigan. I, I think that's where it was. So we got a ride about three quarters of the way in. And then we had to split up. So that was scary. Yeah. That was scary. Yeah, for sure. But that's what made me go back. But that's what people are scared about picking up, too. There's two of you, right? Yeah. So uh, the second time we did it, we weren't even scared anymore. Yeah. We've we done this before. And, and get this, though. We split up, and he got dropped off right downtown Detroit at the lodge. And the guy had to pull my, the guy, the guy I got right from pulled over. And I can still hear it. You know, he's trying to stop this fucking truck. I said, that's where I'm going to go. I can see the, the, the tunnel sign, right? 
And I ran up that thing and I ran across like fucking 18 lanes of fucking highway. Yeah. Fucking jumped a fence, a barbed wire fence, and fucking got over. And I could see that church, that yep. church right next to the Ford Auditorium or between Kobo. And I got through there and I had like my, uh, I don't know how much it cost. I had enough money to get through. I walked, walked through. And the guy said, the bus is right there. I fucking got on the bus. Like, I get home and taking a bath. My parents were fucking scared. Like, they thought I was dead, right? Yeah. They hadn't mm -hmm. seen me in a week. <laughs> I had no cell phone back then either. Oh, <laughs> so I had nothing to do to tell them. But anyhow, five minutes, I'm just getting out of the tub, five, ten minute thing, and Mike called and he walked into his house. What are the odds of that? that you guys are that we close get, to each other. We got home you know? within ten minutes of each other. Wow. That's nuts. So that's why we went another time. Did you go back up and see the same girl? Yeah. You did? Hey? <laughs> yeah. But she didn't like us the second time. <laughs> we were just freeloaders or whatever. Well, we are. And we didn't come with any money or anything. And, you know, we was pretty 17 good, years old. How much money you got? And, you know, and then we heard all the stories like, uh, you know, you, you just just go down here and give blood and uh, they'll give you 20 bucks and stuff like that. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was unbelievable. Okay, oh, back to hockey. What's that's the fucking thing? funny, though. That's well, nuts. I forgot about Don Cherry's, right? How Bobby Hall changed the way. I didn't say that. Right? Nope, nope. So with the Spitfires, uh, Don Cherry's opened that, that year in 88. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would have been 88. And that's the year Spitz went to Memorial Cup. They, Heartbreaking loss in the final to Medicine Hat Tigers, Trevor Linden, and uh, wow. So I get invited. A buddy of mine, Dave Boucher, was a cop, and uh, one of the Grew brothers. There's three guys that were opening Don Cherry's on Felicia. Mm -hmm. So I, I got uh, four free tickets. Like, wow, that's cool. All for fucking doing the yearbook, right? Because yep. they, they took an ad. They, well, they took an ad in the book. Okay. So. I go into the office. I said, uh, Mr. Rutherford, would you like to uh, go to Don Cherry's grand Ob? He says, how are you going to do that? I said, okay. So me, him, Terry McDonald, and Tommy Webster all go to the grand opening. Here I am with Hall of Fame guys. Like, yeah. like, like Hall of Fame guys. Like, really cool sure. guys. And they knew hockey. It was unreal. So we go in there, and my wife met me there. She was with uh, she went with somebody else because I was going with those guys, right? So we meet there, and uh, she said, this this guy over there, he keeps staring at me. <laughs> I go, what? So I look over, it's fucking Bobby Hall. Right? <laughs> you know, he didn't change much over the years, right? And I go, I said, oh, Kim, I said, no, you're dad. That's your dad's favorite player. I said, just go over and introduce yourself to him, and uh, you know, and just, you know, just say hi and whatever. So she, she's kind of shy, right? She went over and uh, next thing I know, about 10 minutes later, I go over to John, I come by and he's got to pinned up against the wall. But not, you know, not, yeah, 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 not yeah. like this. He no, just, you know, like, he, hey, what's he's up? all over <laughs> talking to her, you know. And he's in town because Brett Hall was on St. Louis and they were playing the Red Wings in a playoff game that night. So she comes back to me and she says, he wants to take me to the playoff game in the, in the boot in the box there. I go, oh, I said, Kim, I said, 
no, that's up to you. I said, you know, I said, I'm, I'm not all for that because I know he likes to. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> that was the rumor, right? Right. But I said, you're too beautiful. He's not going to do that to you. Right. So uh, I said, your call. You know, if you want to go and he guarantee if he comes over and guarantees me he's going to get you home, go for it. It's a once in a lifetime thing. Go see right. a playoff game and then. You know, but he ain't doing it so she gets a once in a lifetime <laughs> so there's a once in a lifetime thing there but it ain't that yeah, yeah. So, you know but i left her to make that decision i, yep. I didn't want yep. to say and then uh, like a week later uh, Man, you, know, you, know, you, know. <laughs> you know it was bobby hall <laughs> my dad's favorite player yeah the fucking golden jet <laughs> But that's a true, true story, and I'll never forget it as long as I... Did she go? I, no. Oh, okay. No. I looked him right in the eyes, eh? And then I looked her in the eyes, and I went... So that was it. I fucking, but that was great that night, man. We had a blast, man. Fucking Tommy mm -hmm. Webster, man, telling fucking... He was from Kirkland Lake, and my dad was born in Kirkland Lake, so he... All these stories, I kind of had an idea what he was talking mm -hmm. about, right? Uh, Tommy Webster was such a good guy. And now we're back to Essex again. Mm -hmm. I mean, my sister lives in Essex. Mm -hmm. Well, her nephew is Ryan Green, who would be a great guy for you to have, get on the show. He played a little pro hockey. And Does he live in town? Uh, no, but he's married to Tommy Webster's granddaughter, Ashley. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thanks for there. Yep. Isn't that hockey, eh? Yes. Mm -hmm. One thing leads to another. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're trying to get Dave Green on. And I don't know where. So he oh, would be oh, married. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I seen a fight there. Uh, oh, wait. No, that was Pluck. I think that was David Pluck. Uh, is Green a fireman? I'm not sure what he does. He just lives over here right outside yeah. in Cottom or whatever. Yeah. A buddy of mine hooked me up with his number. And I'm, I'm just waiting for him to get back to me. There was Pluck, Cooper, Green. I think Green might be a fireman. Yeah. Okay. I think he's a smoke eater. I'm not positive though. Mm -hmm. But anyhow, with Ryan, uh, he played. You know, I used to come and watch the watch him play skate at the arena there. You know, from right up, and then he went to Sun Sun Parlor, and then he went his second round draft pick of Saginaw Spirit. Mm -hmm. They were loading up. Uh, he just didn't. He didn't make it as a 16 year old. As a 17-year-old, they traded him to uh, Dave Cameron in uh, Mississauga St. Mike's in Toronto. Mm -hmm. He went there. He kind of got a little homesick. Yeah, as you could, as you could, a 17-year-old, right? Yeah. You're in Toronto. He's got no fucking car. And you say it, it was it was just a bad setup the way they had. Like it wasn't like the Spitfires where you get. Well, you know, back in the day uh, when the Spitfires, man, you went to Herman. Uh, you went to. Now it's all a fucking posh shit in St. Clair Beach and Tecumseh and mm -hmm. you're not just going to a regular billet, you're going to a rich billet. <laughs> My aunt, she lives out in Emeryville uh, in those great big houses and she she's a billet out there for some of the boys. Yeah, well that's where the, that's where it's at now, right? Yep. Like, uh, it, it's totally changed yeah. where before, I remember they used to be right in the inner city. Well, my gram was uh, one. She lived on uh, uh, Longfellow. Uh, do you remember Peg Saunders? She was a bill. Yeah, I, I can't say that I knew she was a bill. I, I knew some of the bill. Uh, Roland Lanson was, stayed with her. Yeah. 
Well, I remember you telling me that before. Yeah. God, when yeah. I put, put a picture yeah, yeah. Uh, rolling Roland with Lansing. the, yeah, yeah. remember he had the shit on his mask? Yep. Yeah. He was mm -hmm. famous for that, right? Oh, he put his leg on the back crossbar too and do his stretches. Yeah. <laughs> My grandma used to sit right, you know, when you walked in the door uh, from whatever that. Cool. Plug in mm -hmm. a little battery. To plug it in. Yeah. I <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, that's nuts. Like, I can't believe all the stories and stuff that you've told and name drops. And I'm like, whoa. I haven't even. Have any... Jeez, I got all kinds of stuff on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I just can't believe all the people you know, man. It's nuts. Like, I just can't fathom it. Like, it's just, my, it's mind blowing. Well, uh, well, when you get old, you might have some stories. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, you got some good ones. Oh but um, can't be told on on camera though. <laughs> <laughs> But you just mentioned about the with the billets. Well, today I got invited to go up to Godridge by an old Spitfire billet. Tommy Joyce's birthday was today. He's got Sean Burns from the Spitfires going up. Uh, one of the, uh, John and uh, Jason Stoss, the two twin brothers who played defense for them in London. Mm -hmm. um, Kenny Campbell, who played with the Spitfires. Uh, you got seven guys uh, told me to come up. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they're playing golf on Saturday. Uh, the party is like Friday, the golf Saturday. He invited me to go. He's from Windsor, mm. but him and his wife moved up to uh, Godridge in retirement. Nice area. guy, right? And, mm -hmm. Nice area. And that just happened today. So, like, how weird is that, right? You mm -hmm. mentioned it, and Bob's got a story. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. you were saying something about... Uh, um right up mark yeah about like what's what's so what's he doing now that the flints you know, I, as far as i know he's still the assistant coach over there okay I, mm -hmm. I haven't really heard anything different but tomorrow the spits are going to announce their coach yeah what do you do you know who it's going to be uh, <laughs> well this will drop on wednesday so well, i got a pretty good idea now that uh now that wellwood's out of it and i I, I thought it would have been thought, pretty cool to let Kevin Kerr get it. I thought it, I thought it was going to be one of those two, uh, Wellwood or Kerr. But I don't know if Kerr can handle um, kids. Without beating you know, the he, shit out yeah, of him. Yeah, well, he's used to pro stuff now, right? Like, you <laughs> no. know, but I, I think he could have adapted. Sure. Uh, Wellwood could. He was a great player. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, and then there's all the other stuff going on, right? I'm trying to get Kevin Hamlin into the – Windsor Essex County Sports Hall of Fame as a builder. Right, you know, okay. he, didn't, he didn't play in the NHL. No. So you, you kind of need that, or mm -hmm. you kind of had to international stuff or something. Yep. But I mean, this guy's unbelievable. For sure. Uh, coach, One of the best coaches. Coach the Leamington Flyers, coach mm -hmm. St. Clair College, coaches the Lancers. He won, uh, he was Canadian Player of the Year for the University of Toronto when he played. He played net for Peterborough Peets, London Knights, and the Windsor Spitfires. I mean, I, I don't know what else. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. they announced There's this class this year, so this is all for next year. I have a good friend who's on the board. Uh, we'll keep plugging it on here. And we're trying to get Ronnie Freest, uh, who played in the mm -hmm. NHL with Minnesota North Stars. And Wellwood's not in there, Eric Wellwood yet. So I'm thinking Ronnie's, Ronnie's not thrilled about uh, not being in there. And like Brad Smith keeps telling me, we got to get this guy in there. Brad's in there, right? If, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, it, if it wasn't for Freesty, 
I would have never led the team in scoring. And, you know, he said he was the best player he ever played with. So that's saying a lot. Come Todd Warner. Is it Todd Warner? What? The coach. Is he going to be the coach? Well, he, he, he apparently was in the running. I don't know if he wants to leave that. I the thought he, he was coaching like uh, his kid. So I, I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, I, He'd be a great candidate. Oh, yeah. There's he, a lot of great candidates from around perfect. here. He's got a little bit of experience, right? Like 13-year-olds. Uh, yeah. But still, uh, I feel bad for Jared Smith, though. I mean, he's been the assistant coach there for yes. five fucking years. Yes. Six years, maybe longer. And he started at the bottom. Yeah. He worked started as a fucking video, video guy. guy there, didn't he? We had him on here. Yeah. yeah. And great guy. Yes, great, absolutely. And he played Joe mm-hmm. at St. Mike's, and uh, mm-hmm. you know he had a pretty nice career. But they're going to overlook him. It's I, under new I management just, too now, I though, just right? Can't believe that uh, that they would just. Uh, what kind of taste would that leave in his mouth as the assistant for another guy? Like, no. you would think that that well, would that say would that sting, guy, right? Like, that would sting me for like, sure. You know, Who's to I'm, say though that that guy's not going to get rid of him too to bring his own assistant in, right? Well, that's generally what happens. Right? It, may not, happen. it may not happen in the initial year because yeah. of contracts and stuff or right. whatever they got. But next year, they might clean house. For sure. You know, he, he's got because hockey's like that, man. It's all about buddies. Yeah. Yep. It's cutthroat. There, there's no other sport where, I mean, look at Patty Verbeek gets hired by Graham, Graham Rapid. I mean, he was a great scout. But that's Eisenman's best friend. Like him and Steve Thomas and, and Verbeek were like fucking twin brothers. Mm-hmm. Of course he's going to hire him. That's his buddy. Mm-hmm. It just goes on and on with hockey. Yeah. And, and it's hard to get in as a new guy. Really does. Oh, look at, really, look at uh, old retreads keep coming. But you see the NHL. Holy like, fuck, he's the coach again? Yeah. Lindy Ruff? Um, what was his name? Um, when Gretzky bought. Um, Phoenix, and he brought Meal out, and he brought oh, yeah, his, all his yeah. buddies out. Like, yeah, it, well, it, you know, he'd take care of your buddies. Great. That was right? great for them, guys. for sure. Mm-hmm. Sure, and had some stupid uh, millionaire rich American yeah. guy. They probably uh, had a blast while they were doing that. For sure, but they had good, good uh, 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 scouting and all that. Yeah. Like uh, you know, they had. But they just—I don't know what it is with Arizona. Now they—they—they renamed the lease again, Glendale. Who the fuck wants to play hockey in Arizona? You want to be out fucking partying? Oh think. yeah. It was the same thing. It would, it'd be tough to play in Toronto because of all the media and the bullshit that goes with Toronto or yeah, Montreal or the Rangers. Kids. Kids. Or you move to Florida. And I don't want to be in the arena, but you know, like so many guys have said. You know, I get to go into the arena with my flip flops. I get to walk out with the arena with my flip flops. <laughs> like, oh, right? So, how awesome would that yeah, be? Yeah, in Toronto, Toronto, that's why they never got any free agents for a long, no. long time. Right, right. Because nobody wants to put their kids through that no. at all. You, no. you know, even if you're in a private school, those kids are still brutal. Yep. Like, like the other kids. No, your dad, fucking, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. It, it's not pretty. How many, Toronto. how many? Like in all honesty, how many how many players has the Toronto media or fans ruined in that city? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think about Brian McCabe every time because Brian McCabe was such a great defenseman for Toronto. 
And then all of a sudden he has a couple of bad games. Jake Gardner, another one, you know, I, yeah. I, I thought it was great. But, you know, you put so much pressure on these guys from these fans and media and, you know, yeah. like. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's amazing. Uh, what's his name there? Uh, Gardner. I mean, he was skilled as hell. Yep. But he, he did choke when it came sure to Sure he did. Know, but you're also on a, sort of for a little bit, but 40 minutes out of a 60-minute game. Yeah, exactly. So, same with the guy they got now, Riley there. I mean, yep. geez, that guy's as skilled as anybody. Yep. He's just as good as anybody in the league. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Just Guys, we've been going for fucking an hour and a half. Really? Eh? Yeah, like I'm not even joking. So, Rob, <laughs> I'm going to ask you. If you have one more thing that you want to ask Bob, let's do it. We're definitely going to have to have Bob in for round two. Like that's 100%. We're definitely going to have to. Um, but Rob, so if there's one thing that, you know, you've talked to a bunch of guys about Bob and stuff like that. So if there's one thing right now that you wanted to bring up to Bob, to have Bob tell us the story, Rob, what is it? Jeez, <laughs> uh, eh? Uh, I know there's a zillion things because Bob is an absolute fucking legend in these areas. So, you know what? I, I almost asked all my questions. Like I, <laughs> I was more, I was more happy just listening to him going. And, Me too, and man. <laughs> almost all of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, there's tons of stuff. You know, we but we'd love to have you back. We can't answer. You can't answer them all, right? Like, yeah. I want to hear stories about you know. You like it was the craziest thing you ever Wayne Mack. All right, Bob. So kind of as we wrap everything up, um, I just want you to leave us with leave us with an amazing story. Leave us with a story that just you would always think of, or just one that really catches that would just be great for us. Yeah, I got it. Uh, first, I'm gonna plug my page. I want to sure. thank all those guys, all the players, and there's not just players, there's media, there's scouts, there's mm -hmm. boys, you know, there's everything. You know, it's a mishmash of hockey, right? Mm -hmm. And I want to thank all those guys for trusting me with some inside information or sending mm -hmm. me a picture or telling me a story with a DM, you know, that, that mm -hmm. I don't retell to anybody else. But uh, my favorite, well, what it, it's hard to really pinpoint, you know, there's so many, but my favorite was in 2011, a guy named Rick Janik, a tool and die guy in Windsor. He put together a Spitfire reunion of the 1971 to 75, the guys who laid the, the, the work yep. for the, for the franchise. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was a Friday night. We were downtown at, uh, Yep, the name of that hotel there, the big one, you know, just a little past a wet there. And mm -hmm. I'm sitting in there and I'm just waiting to see these guys popping in. And uh, well, the first guy comes in and I knew him right away. It was Frank Beaton. Frank never been beaten. Mm -hmm. One of the toughest guys ever. Played with the Birmingham Bulls, played with the New York Rangers. Uh, unbelievable. He played with the Spitz for maybe a year and a half. Mm -hmm. So we start shooting the shit now, and I says, you know, I says, Frank, this is good. I says, all I need is Frank Bathe on my other side, and I'd be in hockey heaven. Well, I turn around uh, a minute later is this beautiful blonde, and on the other side of her is Frank Bathe, <laughs> who was a legend, right? Like, mm -hmm. and he come from legendary stuff. He's from Oshawa, 
His brother Al played for the Spitz. His dad's a Hall of Fame for in Oshawa. But anyhow, so there I am having a beer with Frank Beaton and Frank Bave, two of the greatest defensemen. Well, Frank was a forward, but two of the toughest motherfuckers you, you've ever seen on skates. It's crazy. And I mean, crazy. They brought the fans out of their seat every shift they were on the ice. Mm-hmm. And even when Frank played in Detroit and Philadelphia in the NHL, he was a fan favorite. And for me, I mean, that's not the Spitfire stuff. That was the, the tier two or whatever they wanted to call it. Tier one junior. Mm-hmm. To me, that was one of the greatest. And then, of course, we had the thing at Beach Go Farm and shout to uh, Bogner and Reichel and Pete Dobrich, who forked out some pretty good cash. We played golf at Beach Grove. We went to a game that night, Oshawa and uh, Windsor. And ironically, Oshawa and Windsor was the very first game ever played when they came back in 75. Nice. And uh, so Bogner and him guys, we set all that up. It, it was great, man. Beach Grove, Wayne Maxner was there, Dave Quinn, the old announcer. Awesome. Pat McCreary, uh, all the coaches, Butcher. Uh, it, it was just unbelievable. I mean, some of the guys weren't there, like John Riley from Leamington, who drowned. Uh, you know, there was, but they were there in spirit. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yep. it, yeah. it was such a great thing by Rick Janik to put off. And of course, he elicited my my help. Mm-hmm. I had the pictures, the team pictures. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and at, at Beach Grove, he ran uh, all of, all the stuff on the screen, and uh, oh, it was just awesome. And, and you know, Mark Miller, and Scott Miller, and uh, Ricky Hines, and all these guys that I haven't seen in years. Oh, I see. You know, oh, say Ramble when I mention Ricky Hines. Well, '82, I see Ricky Hines backing up Vancouver Canucks in Chicago Stadium, Stanley Cup. That's the year King Richard took them to the finals against the Islanders. Mm-hmm. I go down to the bench. I see Ricky Hines there. They're, they're coming out for the third period. I go down and I'm talking with him. And who comes out? Roger Nielsen said, get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> Roger <laughs> Nielsen told me to fuck off. Man. Yeah. It was great. Right. It was yeah. great. Hines, he said, Bob, you got to go, man. Yeah. I said, Rick, good luck, man. I hope you get in a fucking couple games, man. Because yeah. Brodeur was carrying him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, anyhow, but but the Spitfire reunion was great. You know, some of the guys have passed. Mike Sobe has passed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lori Gregan, who was a great guy. I mean, I can still see me and him running out. We were doing a drop puck uh, with at the Oshawa game there in the Spitz. Mm-hmm. We're running through the hallways. We didn't know which door to fucking. And we opened up this door. We're on the Spitfire bench. Because <laughs> fucking Bogner and uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Oh, who's the assistant and uh, DJ? They said, "Get your ass out of here! Get on the ice, man!" They're both ready to. They were both ready to start the thing, and uh, so I ran out there, and I'm still in golf clothes. Right? I got shorts on and a short sleeve shirt. I get on the ice. I'm trying to take pictures. And I'm shaking like a fucking leaf. <laughs> it's fucking cold on the ice, man. <laughs> but anyhow, yeah, we can wrap it up with that. That's I want to thank awesome, you guys. This was so worth it to, uh, you know, break the ice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Anthony, uh, but I guess we're not, we're going to unvirtualize pretty soon, right? We are. We're going to actually very soon, as soon as we get off the air here, I'm going to come down and have a beer with you guys. But Bob, I just want to say seriously, thank you, man. You are an absolute legend in this area. I love reading all your stuff online. You teach me so much, honestly. 
And uh, I'm just going to keep following you, man. And I'm going to keep just reading everything you post, man. It's fantastic. So thank you so much. And, and I got to stay away from the liberal conservative shit. And, uh, <laughs> and everybody wants to turn everything into politics, right? Oh, and, I know. And I fucking hate that now. But, but once in a while, I get bitten in. And, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. It's mm -hmm. like, get that rabbit hole. Yeah. yeah. Right. But anyhow, thanks very much, yeah. guys. I'd really, like to thank you for coming this, on this too, has been great. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, you give me a lot of uh, helping hands. <laughs> He's the best. <laughs> I, uh, I really enjoy getting to talk to you and tell, telling you who's coming on next. And you're like, oh, ask him this and ask him mm -hmm. this. And here's a picture of him. And check yeah. this out. Yeah. And I love, I love doing fantastic. that. I love doing that. If I can yeah. help, yeah. You know, great, yeah. right? you, you've been a big, big help for us and our success what, here. what it's all about. Uh, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, you guys are going to do great on this. I, I, I think it. it's... Uh, Thank you so cool just remember I was telling you it, it's uh it's not like that professional professional yeah you know where where it's like it's all cut and pasted and yeah. it's, you know this is real man yeah. this is like a, yeah. it's a wing it kind of thing and that's what I love about it it's fresh mm. eh? it's you know mm. yeah well we're definitely happy to it's I'm gonna make sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure though, Bob. We're gonna set you up with some merch too. We're gonna get you something too. So I'll make sure I get something sent out to you. Okay. Oh yeah, you don't have to. But uh, we're gonna take care of you, Bob. Come on. Bob, you put our stuff everywhere, man. You talk to us or you talk about us everywhere, man. So it's the honestly, it's the least we could do, man. So once again, Thanks, thank man. you, thank that. you so much. Okay, and good luck to your brother. Right? Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Thank you. And there he is, Bob Murray. Man, I it blows my mind how many people that guy knows, how many hockey players that guy knows. It seems like he doesn't forget anything. <laughs> like some of the pictures that he sends me, like of I'll mention a guy that's coming on, and they'll be he'll send me 10 pictures of Pictures I've never seen in my entire life. When when Eddie Mio was coming on, there's Eddie Mio, uh, Wayne Gretzky, and I don't know who else, all getting on a little Cessna plane to go fly to yeah. fucking uh, L.A., you know, or sorry, when he got traded from the, the W to yeah. the NHL, like they're, they're on this little Cessna, and, and, and I'm just like, where did this picture come from? I think we put that photo up on our post, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We did. And they're all in like leathers and yeah. you know, they're fucking they all, they they all got they all got the big hair and stuff. Oh yeah. The hippie <laughs> hair. Like, you'll find out about like Bob was saying, him and his hippie hair and having to get it all cut because the governor of fucking Florida said no hippies. That's fucking funny, man. So big shout out to Bob. Shout out to yeah, Bob. We really appreciate it, Bob. Thanks so much for coming on. I had a great time. Great time meeting you. We're no longer, um, what did he say? Virtual friends? Yeah. We are now, now shake hand friends. Yeah, yeah we, we have all met. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> so rolling on here, the king has retired. Hendrik Lundqvist calls it quits after 15 years, which we kind of expected. Yeah. right seeing after he had all the heart stuff and he had to have open heart surgery and he was on the ice working out and stuff too he was almost ready to come back but i think he just said i'm gonna take my health here and uh, he's had a great career like amazing mm -hmm. career he was one of those guys that kind of did everything but won a cup 
Yeah, that sucks. Eh? Like, like uh, the Marinos or the, the Ray Borks until Ray Borks got traded. And yeah. who knows, he, him going to Washington, he might have had that yeah. chance to, yeah. to do it right. It could have been a totally mm-hmm. different uh, scenario if uh, they didn't find the hard thing. But thank God they did find the hard thing. You know what I mean? And he gets to enjoy his money now and uh, live, live an amazing life. Mm-hmm. Not that he yeah. wasn't, but you know what I mean? Now, yeah. now it's retirement. Like he doesn't have to worry about waiting for that, uh, the uh, union money, the, yeah. you know. So they're, so. Uh, they're going to retire his number, obviously, right? For he's sure. got to, he's got to go to the rafters at freaking MSG has to. Yeah. If not, I'm starting to fight. <laughs> like, that man deserves his, his number retired. You know what I well, mean? Maybe we'll go with a petition first. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's hockey. You just do the Donnybrook right away. It's easier that way. Yeah. Um, another thing happening. No, I see it happening. Definitely. Be be in the hall of fame in two years. Yeah. First ballot. Yeah. Um, your boy there, Austin Matthews back on the NHL 22 cover for actually, it's the second time in like three years that he's been on the cover. So that's pretty cool. Um, did you get to see the cover at all or no? It's hard to tell. I don't play that game, and I'm so I love that game. Disappointed with him right now, so (laughs) I love that game. So as you can see, it's still upside down. I'm not happy about the trades. I'm not fucking happy about nothing. You can keep talking about your core. Oh my core, our core so great. (laughs) (laughs) So, as we hate doing this, we're gonna kind of end the show on kind of a shitty note here. Uh, The hockey world, we lost Jimmy Hayes. At the age of 31 years old, Jimmy is a former Toronto draft pick. Uh, he's a former Boston Bruin, New Jersey Devil, Chicago Blackhawk. He's former Florida as well. He played there. Um, not too sure on the cause of death. Everything's kind of tight lip right now. Um, they said that he was the day prior. He was at his, I think, his son's birthday party. And they said that everything seemed seemed okay and everything seemed happy or he was happy and healthy. So, he was not Boston quite sure as well. Yeah. So not quite sure on what happened there, but we just want to say we're really sorry to, uh, well, first of all, Kevin Hayes and the whole Hayes family, all the boys at missing curfew there. Cause he was on, on that pod as well. And just anybody, any family, friends, anything with them. So we just want to reach out and say that we're sorry for that. Rob. Yeah. Uh, it, it's terrible. Like it's too, it's way too young you know, mm-hmm. and they're not saying why or what, but I'm sure it will come out like what happened, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just an awful day. Like, cause he was a great guy. I listened to the show and, and funny the, those fucking mm-hmm. Boston guys with their accents, like, Holy shit. Like mm-hmm. half time can't even understand what they're saying, but yeah, all around great guy. And he loved telling stories about his brother and, you know, like mm-hmm. it was just, uh, it's just really shitty. And, uh, our thoughts and, are going out to the family and and friends of those guys so Mm -hmm. yeah we also would like to uh to send out our love to kyle flood as well uh kyle lost his girlfriend this this past week uh kyle is the son of former guests on the show dale flood uh so we just want to reach out to everybody there too and just say that we're sorry and uh we're here if like if like you guys need us at any time we're here just reach out we got you guys um she actually had some did some pretty cool things uh she was uh i got her thing up here she played like soccer she was very 
competitive, they say, very competitive. Um, she just loved being on the field, swimming in her pool in the backyard. Uh, she had, she liked the garden and stuff like that. She was also, she had adopted a elephant that was in, I believe it's like Africa or something. So she had had an elephant in Africa too. So that was really cool of her. So (laughs) that's awesome though, man. So we just want to just, yeah, we just want to reach out to the whole, like to the floods, the Seville's, um, just everybody. We just want to say that we're sorry. And, uh, we're definitely thinking about you guys. Yeah. So we hate to end the show like that, but we just kind of want to do, to wait till the end on that one. So on that note, like I said, there's not a whole lot going on in in the hockey world. So we're going to shut her down for the night Um, until next week. And Rob, we're signing off. See ya. Yeah, I can get behind it.